What do I do when prayer is difficult? So we've talked about what prayer is, why we should pray, how we can pray from our hearts, and how to grow in prayer. Now let's look at what we can do when prayer is difficult, how we can persevere in prayer in the life of the new heart. There are three common struggles in prayer that we'll talk about how to deal with. First, distractions. Second, dryness. Third, discouragement. Before we dive in, let's get something important out in the open. The evil one's number one goal is to keep you from praying. Satan is constantly concerned with disrupting, distracting, and trying to destroy your life of prayer. Why? Because this is where union with God happens, and that's exactly what the evil one doesn't want for you. The Catechism describes prayer as a battle, but we know that God is stronger than all the wiles of the enemy. Jesus once told St. Faustina, Child, you are not yet in your homeland, so go, fortified by my grace, and fight for my kingdom in human souls. Fight as a king's child would. A king's child is full of confidence in the power and authority, protection, goodness, and love of the king. This is how we want to approach the battle for prayer as well. Full of trust in the Lord, who is already fighting for us and who wants to give us the gift of prayer. So what do we do with distractions? We are human, and regardless of how willing the spirit is, our flesh is beset by weaknesses. So we will often have to struggle against distractions in prayer. But we don't have to panic when this happens. The first two times a distraction comes, as soon as we recognize it as a distraction, we want to simply and peacefully set it aside and return our attention to the Lord. It can help to reread the scripture you're praying with, or to look at a holy image to ground yourself again in God's presence. However, if the same distraction comes back a third time, It may be an invitation to make the distraction the topic of your prayer. We see this often when we are distracted by worries or hurts. If you can't stop returning to it, it's clearly something that's on your heart. So talk to Jesus about it. Both of these tactics can become a sort of spiritual jujitsu, using the force of the enemy against him, so that his attempt to keep you from praying actually fuels your prayer and helps you to meet the Lord where you are. St. Paul reminds us, We know that for those who love God, all things work together for good. If a recurring distraction causes you to continually choose to return to the Lord, that's so many times that you've chosen God over something less than Him. And if a distraction reveals to you an attachment or a wound in your heart that the Lord wants to heal, that's a great victory of grace. So we never have to be discouraged by distractions. Let them work for you and draw you into deeper prayer. The second common struggle in prayer is dryness, when I don't feel the presence of God in my prayer. Dryness can make prayer feel difficult and can tempt us to shorten the time we spend in prayer or to fill it with other activities. This is where we can fall into processing, planning, or daydreaming rather than actually praying. It can also lead to a temptation to give up prayer entirely because we can feel like God isn't listening, or doesn't care about us, or doesn't want to answer our prayers. 
In these times, we should remember that this is a normal part of the spiritual life. God allows dryness in order to purify our love for him, to shake us out of complacency in our prayer, or to keep us humble and remind us that prayer is his gift and not anything that we can control or accomplish. So what do we do when we find ourselves in this place of dryness? St. Ignatius gives us a few tips. He tells us that in times of dryness or desolation, we should never make a change in our life of prayer. This is because the enemy wants to attack us particularly in these moments and tempt us to abandon anything that will help us grow closer to God. So instead, in these moments of dryness, we should reaffirm the resolutions we made previously when we felt God's presence in prayer. St. Ignatius says even to insist more on these commitments to prayer and good works. For example, if I was in the habit of praying for 30 minutes every day, and now I find myself in a period of dryness and feel tempted to leave five minutes early, I should instead stay for one or two extra minutes and continue to call out to the Lord to help me with his grace in this time of struggle. This is our chance to prove our love for the Lord and to choose Jesus over ourselves and our desires for consolation. It helps us to know that we love God for himself and not just for the gifts he gives us. How precious that is to God. In times of difficulty in prayer, we see the importance of simply showing up. Sister Ruth Burroughs, a Carmelite nun, says, What we have to do is allow ourselves to be loved, to be there for love to love us. If we are tempted to think, God isn't talking to me, I'm wasting my time, or I'm too busy this week, I'll try again later, we want to work against that temptation reminding ourselves that no matter how busy we are, we make time for the ones we love. We grow tremendously in prayer by simply remaining faithful to our normal prayer time, making acts of faith, hope, and love, and continuing to trust that God will speak to our hearts and fill us with his grace and love. The struggle against distractions and dryness, as well as other temptations, can lead to discouragement in prayer. So how can we work against discouragement? Gratitude can be so helpful here. It lifts us out of sorrow and discouragement like nothing else. When we take time to remember the blessings God has given us, the ways he has loved and provided for us, it gives us a new perspective on our current struggle. Gratitude reminds us of who God is and who we are in his sight. And this gives us hope. Because, as the letter to the Hebrews says, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. So when we remember and are grateful for the ways God has helped us in the past, we can be sure that he will continue to do so, no matter what difficulties may arise in our lives. If you find yourself discouraged because prayer feels stagnant, this may be an invitation to go deeper or to learn to pray in a new way. Your prayer may look different at different times or seasons of your life, and this is okay. We are constantly learning how to pray, how to listen to God. Just keep showing up, keep asking God for help, keep giving him your yes and your choice for him. Ask for graces of humility, trust, and perseverance in love. Ultimately, love is what keeps us in the battle for prayer.
and love is what will win the battle. Love God and continue to let him love you. Believe in his love for you, regardless of your feelings. Remember that feelings come and go, but the truth is that he loves you and he will never stop loving you. He has promised this over and over again in scripture. He loves you and he will never stop loving you. Jesus tells us, Fear not, little flock, for it is your Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. So take courage and fight as a king's child would in the battle for prayer. God will be fighting with you and for you, and you will soon find yourself in his loving embrace once more. Lord Jesus, teach us to pray. Help us to persevere in times of struggle and to believe in your love for us always. Amen.